we're starting a few lines down. Amar lei Rabba Barav Chanan Labaye. So it's five lines down. And Rabba Barav Chanan said to Abaye, after hearing the whole back and forth with Rabba and Abaye, he's like, I don't understand. Mevoa, Amavoi, the Ispe Tre Gavi Ravavi. Two G'dayle Eilam, two great leaders of, of Klal Yisrael, Rabba and Abaye, live in the same area, right? Kirabanan, Loy Lahavibe Loy Erev Lashitov? They didn't make an Erev in the Chatzar? They didn't make a Shitov? How do you leave your, con- your, 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 your neighborhood without an Erev? That's just, in- I mean, what's going on over here? It's like, why aren't you in charge of this? Amrlay, so Abai said to, he excused himself, he said to Rabbi Baruch Hanan, my Navid, what should I do? Mar, Rabbi, love Urchi. You have to realize, to maintain an Erev, at least in those days, it was a very big deal. You can't just maintain an Erev. Every week, you're going around to every household and ask them to participate by putting in a little piece of food. Okay? Every week, that was the system. It's beneath the dignity of Rabbi to be involved in such menial tasks. So I, it's not appropriate for him to be involved in that. I know Abai is younger. For me, it's not beneath my dignity, but it's written in bigger sight. I'm busy learning the whole time. Abai was a big masmid, and I have to learn. I don't have the, I don't have, I can't have the bitosman that it takes to, to maintain an Erev. In who, what about anybody else in the neighborhood? There's no one else who would do it right. In other words, they didn't live in a neighborhood where there's another Talmud Chacham. Right, but that's what he's saying. So Abayis excused himself that he was too busy learning. Rabba, it's beneath his dignity. And uh, everybody else is not, you know, they wouldn't do it carefully. They, would do it, and they were like not knowledgeable enough. Not done yet. But maybe you could do it in a way that wouldn't be very time-consuming. Maybe I'll just take a one a pita and, uh, and put it in a basket and I'll have in mind for everybody that this is the, this is the bread for every single person in the, in the neighborhood. This is, and, I'm, and that's I don't have to go around to everybody's house. I'll just leave it there. Okay? The problem is this is a very big problem. Kivin. Since the Ibo Leminoi, if we ask, if somebody would ask me for the bread, anybody in the neighborhood, you have to realize there's poor people there, they would ask him for bread, and he himself is not so wealthy, apparently. I can't afford every week to give away my, my bread that I put in the basket, even though I am mocking it to everybody. But if they would ask me for it, I really can't give it. Right? Well, battle shitov. That ruins the shitov. A shitov means that it belongs to everybody. Which means that anybody can help themselves on the Shabbos to go ask for it. There was actually a fellow here who somehow learned this halacha and he wants to see if it's real. So he wants to knock on the door of every place that has the Erev. He says, where's the Erev kept? He says, it's a box of matzah. He says, I want to eat matzah. I'm in the area. I want to eat the matzah. To see if it's for real. Because if they won't give it to him, then there's no Erev. Because that's the key thing. It's every, it belongs to everyone. Someone eats some. 
It's a test. Okay, it's up to no good. But anyway, the point is... See, how real is it? Exactly. But it, you see from this Gemara that it needs to be real. And if it's not real, and Rabbi says, it wouldn't be real by me because I can't afford to. Okay? I, don't have, I can't afford to buy a new box of matzah every shop. Do we have a box of matzah here in somewhere? Yes, of course, Rabbi Wender. I'm not sure if he keeps it in shul or in his house, but absolutely. And I'm sure Rabbi Maskowitz has the box of matzah in the shul there, or something like that. Okay, anyway. Batal Shitov, the Tanya, the Brizer says, If somebody from a Mavoy that seeks out the wine or the oil, and they don't give it to him, that negates the whole thing. It's all a fake out if, no, if, if you're not willing to let him have. So the Gemara says, listen, there's things that we could use. Let's use vinegar. Okay, vinegar is not chashav in people's eyes, in, in those days at least. And, you know, a little bit of, and, and vinegar that's in the barrel, that you can afford to say, oh, you want the vinegar? Help yourself. Have, you know, have some vinegar. Okay, it's not a big deal. So, the answer is, Tanya Eim Mishtatvin we don't use, a, we learned in the Brisa that a sheet of can't be, you can't use something that's in the big storage thing and let that be. It has to be separated out. You can't say, oh, it's somewhere in storage in this big, you know, my, in my barrels. You know, I have like huge barrels in my storehouse and it's somewhere in there. No, it doesn't work that way. I have a Tanya Mishtatfen, but there's a Brisa that says that you could. You told me one that you can't. I see one that says that you could. I'm Rebbe Lakasha. It's not difficult. Beishamai says you cannot. Beishilah says that you can. And it's based on the concept of Yesh Brera. Do we say that there's retroactivity, that the one that we pulled out, that's the one that's, the, that, that's our real Eruv? That's the question. So, um, um, and the, the Tanan, as the Mishnah tells us, okay, this is the same idea of Brera. Hames Bibais. If you have a dead body in a house, and he died in the house, and there's many exit, exit points that we could bring out the dead body. Every exit point is a potential place that we would carry the dead body out, and, there, and therefore it's already considered tame underneath each doorway. But if there's one open one, so then, then it will be the only tame exit. Because that's the one that I'm probably going to bring it out from. All the rest will be torah. If I had in mind to take the, the dead body out of one of them, or it was I, in my mind, I had in mind to use a window that's four by four. That makes all the doorways besides for that one saved. That's only true. You have to have thought about it before he died. Even after he died, my thought is enough to retroactively work. So you see, Rab, that Beis Hillel allows for Brera retroactively, and Beis does not. And that's the answer, and that's the end of that story. Okay, brings us to another uh, baby story. How you know that there was a, a baby? Again, 
apparently <laughs> it wasn't that it wasn't a one-time occurrence. So the hot water that they needed to clean the baby from the bris was spilled out. Samalu Rava, so Rava said, let's ask Mama. Okay, as we know, usually at a bris, the mother just had a baby. It's a safe bet. Okay. And she's still in this stage where she's in danger somewhat. Not full danger. We're not Mechal Shabbos by ourselves. But if she needs something, we are allowed to, on Shabbos, tell a guy to, to prepare her stuff. That's mm-hmm. what Allah is. So the question is like this. Let's ask the mother, if she wants, if she needs, we'll, you, we'll heat up water for her. And I'll eat up a little bit extra and use it for the baby. So, so that's, in other words, we, it's like we ask her, do you need any hot water because you're not feeling well? And she's like, and, and you, you're winking, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. And uh, she's like, yes, I do. Oh, okay, we'll get the guy to heat up our water and we'll use the extra hot water for the baby. Now, Amalev Meshar Shialurava. What kind of business? You're doing a joke here? The mother is eating dates. She's eating cold food. She doesn't need anything. Um, and you're telling me that, uh, that, that she needs hot water? She doesn't need hot water. Okay. That's not a proof. The fact that she ate cold food doesn't prove that she doesn't need hot water. You can ask. And if she says yes, you're allowed to take it at face value. And on that basis, you have the guy heat up water. It's perfectly fine. Very interesting solution. Brings us to the next case. Ahu Yenuka, there was a child. Again, the hot water spilled out. Amalu Rava, so Rava said, Panulimani mi begavri libeinashi. Okay, in order to understand this, you sort of have to look at the Rashi. Um, he has a nice picture a bird's eye view mm-hmm. of, the, of, the, of the layout mm-hmm. of Rubba's house. Mm-hmm. So he, 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 in his house, the women's bedrooms were farther in, away from the Chatzar. Right, that's Beinashi. Beinashi, Beinashi. Then their outer room in the house was Begavri, where the men hang out. And then it opened up into his Chatzar. Now in his Chatzar, he had hot water. Okay? So what he told the people is this. Panolimani, take all my kalim, mi begavri, from the, men's, the, the room that the men use, libeinashi, and bring it into the women's chambers. Ve'ezel ve'esev hasam, and I will sit there. Ve'iftuluhu ha'chatzer, and then I will go ahead and be mevatel the chatzer to the person on the other side. And then they can carry the chamin for my chatzar that I keep in the chatzar and bring it to the baby because I was mevatel rishos across the chatzar lines. Amar le Ravina the Ravas. Ravina said to Rava, How can you do that? Didn't Shmuel say, like we learned, that you can't do a bitl rishos from courtyard to courtyard? Amar le, so he said, Yes, it's true, Shmuel held that. But I know, I hold like Rabbi Yechanan. That it is allowed. 
Like we saw also, Rabbi Yechman is a more lenient opinion, who says that even across Chatzar lines, since it has an opening between the two Chatzeros, so you could make an error from before, I can do a Bittal as well. Now he said, So what's your problem? What are we afraid of? Why did you say we have to move all my kalim out of my house, the my room, the men's area, and bring it into the women's area? Why did he say that? Because he was said, I was afraid that they would take the stuff out from the house into the chatzar after I'm a rishos. That's the concern. So the ilos over the market shmuel. If you don't hold like shmuel, what's the problem? Stay in the same area in the men's area, the, the, the outer rooms that open up into the chatzar. Stay in your regular place. And you can go ahead and be mevatel the chatzar to the person who lives on the other chatzar, the adjoining chatzar. After he helps himself to the chatzar, he can be mevatel it back to you and then you get it back. What's the problem? Okay? Because Rav says, you could do a bittel in one direction. I could be mevatel my rights to the chatzar to you so you could carry. And then afterwards, when you're done carrying, you could be mevatel the chatzar rights to me and then I could carry. So what's the problem? Why would he have to mess around with all of his stuff to bring it away before he's mevatel rishos? Forget about that. He'll, you'll be mevatel to him and then right away he'll be mevatel back after he helps himself to that water. What's the problem? That's the question. No, bitul means I as a statement. I'm a vat of my rights to you. That's all it is. So what did? So what was the answer? So Rava's answer was In this, I hold like Shmuel. Shmuel says you're not allowed to do a bitul v'chayzer mevatel. Rav says you could. I agree with Shmuel. The Amar, he says, You cannot do a bitol and then do another bitol backwards. So the Gemara asks, so he said, wait a second. What you're saying is, you're telling me you hold like Rabbi Yechanan, Ravina is telling Rava, you hold like Rabbi Yechanan, who says that you could be mevatel mechatzer lechatzer. And you also hold like Shmuel, who says, What? What's the, isn't it the same thing? That's what he's saying. It's dependent on the same reasoning. So, so that's what he's saying. Ve'lav This is Ravina asking Rava. Isn't it the same reason? It's dependent on one point, one logic. My time, my Why does Shmuel say you can't do a bittol and then another bittol? Lav mishum isn't the reason. They're given the battle rishos because once you battle rishos, it's like you don't live in this chutzner anymore. You're completely removed. And therefore you consider it as if you're in a different chatzar. And that's why you can't do it back. You're not in the chatzar anymore. You understand? It's one and the same reason. So it's inconsistent of you to say, I can be mevatel mechatzar lechatzar, but I cannot be mevatel mechatzar mevatel. What's the deal? The only reason why you cannot do so is because when you're mevatel the first time, that makes you like you're in a different chatzar. And that's why you can't do it back to you, because it's mevatel mechatzar lechatzar. So he says, nami lo niftal. So that's the, that's the question. So the Gemara says, no, you got it wrong. This is 
Rava saying back to Ravina, the problem is, is that when I'm mevatel to you, and then you're mevatel back to me, it looks like the rabbi's rules are a joke. It, it makes a joke out of it. Uh, oh, now it's yours. Oh, now it's back to mine. Now it's yours. Oh, come on. You can't just do a bit of back and forth. It looks like a joke. And you can't have the words of the rabbanon into jokes. Rashi translates, a kucha is a schok and a tlula is a leitzonus. It's a two different meaning. But anyway, mm-hmm. something that people will scoff at. It, it, it doesn't, it, 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 and that's why it's not allowed. Not because it, he makes him as if he's in a different chatzar. Very interesting. So that brings us into this machlok is between Rav and Shmuel. Gufa, going back on this dispute. Rav says, you are mevatam v'chosem mevatam. Ushmuel amrei mevatam v'chosem mevatam. Shmuel says, you cannot. So, leima Rav v'shmuel b'bluktet rabbanam v'bliezer k'mifukim. Maybe the machlokis between Rav and Shmuel is machlokis tanoim. The Rav d'amar k'rabbanam. Rav holds like the rabbanam. Ushmuel d'amar k'rabbliezer. And Shmuel holds like k'rabbliezer. Which we'll, we'll see, but basically... Um, it's going to come up. But basically, um, um, the machlokis between the Rabbanon and Rebli Ezer is, after I'm mevatel reshos, am I allowed to carry in my house or am I not allowed to carry in my house? Okay? That's the question. Or, that's the two sides. So Rebli Ezer, uh, uh, so Ezer holds that um, I can carry still my um, my garment. Uh, that that basically they that when I'm a vatul rishos I'm a vatul rishos of my house as well, so they can carry in the chazer as well as in my house, because I when I'm giving over I'm giving over everything the, my rights to the house as well as the chazer. That's what Ribliezer holds. The Rabbanon hold no that when I'm a vatul rishos I'm only a vatul rishos of the chazer. My house I'm keeping for myself. So that's what we're saying. If you hold like the Rabbanon, so then he still lives here. He's not leaving the Chatzar. He still lives here. He's maintaining his rights to his house. And therefore, you could be Mevatel V'chosem Mevatel. And Shmuel must hold like the Rabbanon, who say, um, and, and, I'm sorry, Shmuel must hold like Rabbi Yezer, who says that when I gave over my rights of the Chatzar, I gave over the rights of my house as well. And therefore, I don't have any rights anymore. As if I don't live here. And that's why it's in Mavatlan, Mechazim, Mavatlan. So, Amr Lach Rav. So, Rav will tell you, I know that I'm a few Rebbe Not true. I can even make sense with Rebbe Lezer. I'm not taking sides in the Machlokes. Why? Ad kan lo kamer Rebbe Lezer ha-sam di Mavatlan, Rishos Chatzero, Rishos Beis Obitel. When he's giving over his bitl, Rishos of his Chatzer, he's also Mavatlan, his house, as well. Mishom di Bayis, below Chatzero, lo Dairi Inchi. People don't live in a house that doesn't have a chatzar attached to it. And therefore, I mean to give over everything. But, even though I'm giving over everything, doesn't mean that I'm not here. I'm still here. I'm giving you my rights to my house and my chatzar. But am I leaving? No, I'm not moving out. I'm still living here, right? He's not saying I left. And Shmuel could argue that I'm even going with the Rabbanon's opinion. It's true that the rabbis don't give up the house. They maintain the rights to the house. But still, What 
What you're mevatel, you were mevatel. What the house you weren't mevatel. But the wachatzer that you were mevatel, your rights to, you're totally removed from. You're completely disconnected from it, and therefore you don't live in the chatzer anymore. So that's the rabbanon's logic. It doesn't necessarily. He could fit in with the rabbis, and and Rav could fit in with Rabbi Eliezer also. Now, Amr Rav Achabar Chan Amr Rav Sheishes Kitanai. Like a different machlokas tanai. Somebody, interesting case. The person was mevatel rishus. Okay, he said, he said, you know what? I forgot to participate in neiruf. I'm negating my rights to the to the other members of this neighborhood of the chazer. Okay, and then the hotzi, and then he carried from his house to the yard. Whatever he's holding his coffee cup, and he walked out in the chazer with his stuff. What's the deal? So he did something wrong. But Bain Bishogik, Bain Bimazid, oh sir, whether he did so inadvertently or he did so with knowledge, it creates an Isr. Because he, neg- he, he negated his actions. He said, I did a bittal, now uh, my bittal is negated. I, I, I changed my mind. Do you understand? That's a Meshita. Rabbi Yudomer, no, bemaze it also. Only if you did so willfully, then it ruins it. Why? Because I'm, then I'm changing my mind. Bishokik ain't also, because it was a mistake. I forgot. I forgot. What do you want? I forgot. So my love, what's the machlokas here between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yudah? Isn't this the machlokas? Tamar sovereign, mevatel, mechazim, mevatel. One opinion is that you could be mevatel and you could change your mind to be mevatel, and, 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 and not be mevatel. So since it could be changed, so therefore even Bishogig, it's like he undid what he just did. Another one says, no, you can't do that. And therefore, once it's given, it's given. And therefore, Bishogig, it's no good. Only B'mezid doesn't work because then he really, um, he's like changing, it. it's, it's like he undid what he did. So I'm Rav Acha, Bar Tachlifa, Mishmid nothing to do with our Machlokas over here. Both sides, both Rebbe and Rebbe Yudah say you can't do a bittel after a bittel. Meaning, a, one bittel one way and then a bittel back the other way. The question is, do we make a knas if he carries out Bishogig because of when he would do so bemazed that it's as if, that it's both no good. One says, we make such a knas. That's the difference. Rameir says we make the kanas. Rabbi Yehuda says we do not. Now Ravashi Omar. Ravashi says, he actually said, you know what? <laughs> First way of looking at it was right. That it is the machlokas. It's the same machlokas. Rav and Shmuel that are arguing whether is the machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon whether you are, um, which basically Rebbe Lezer said, whether you're mevatel, your rights to the house as well as the chatzar, or only the chatzar and not the house. And that's the same machlokas. Okay, brings us to the next thing. Amar There was a story about a tzeduki that lived in the same, same area as us, and, um, and this is what we had to, and we had to deal with him. So the question is this. Tzeduki, mandach hashmei. We never mentioned anything about a tzeduki. We talked about a, a Gentile and not a tzeduki. So the Gemara says, Chesur and Mechzur, it must be missing some words. And this is how you have to 
Read it. <coughs> Fill in the blanks. Tzeduki hareyu kinachri. Tanakama holds a tzeduki is the same as a Gentile. He doesn't believe in the rabbinic law, and therefore he's like a Gentile. For Rabbi Gamliel Omer, tzeduki enu kinachri. He says, no, he's not like a nachri, and he's treated as a Jew, and therefore you have the same options that you would have with a Jew that he could participate. From Rabbi Gamliel, and Rabbi Gamliel says, the story goes with the Tzaduki. He lived in the same Mavoy as us, in the city of Yerushalayim. And our father told us, Let us quickly carry our stuff out into the, into the Mavoy before he does. And because if he carries out, that'll negate it. Because why? He was Mavato Lurishus to us. And he might change his mind. So before he changes his mind, let's take possession by using the Mavoy. Avatanya Dorma Nachri, Tzeduki. This Vatanya is not a question, it's a Braisa Binichusa, Rashi says, meaning it's showing this. If you live with the Nachri, Tzeduki, or Baitusi, any of the three, Hareyolo also in love, they create prohibitions. But and we, we see in the parentheses where Gamliel says that Tzeduki Baitusi is not Oser. Gamliel told his sons, my sons, quickly carry out what you're carrying out, bring in what you're bringing in. Before he carries stuff out, and will make it prohibited. Why? Because he was already and he, any moment might just change his mind. So therefore, if you beat him to the punch and carry out stuff into the public, into the mavoy first, then it's too late for him to take it back and change his mind. Okay? No, one second. That's the mayor. He said it's something else. This is what Rav Gamil told his sons. Do what you need in the Mavoy. Before Shabbos. Because if he lets it happen on Shabbos, he will create prohibitions with you. So you have to do what you need to before Shabbos, not wait till Shabbos because of the, what the, he can mess up the whole Erev. Anyway, we'll see more about this tomorrow. We're stopping over here. And I believe there should be two minchas tomorrow, so we'll be after the first mincha.